Hey, welcome back to another episode of Salty Saints Podcast. I'm Zach, and I am hanging out with my cousin Matt. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for having me on here, Zach. I do appreciate you getting a hold of me. No problem, man. Glad to be here. Awesome. Um, so, this is, uh, I don't know, man. I've been looking forward to this one for a while. Um, this, it, I mean, it's kind of your faith story, I guess, is what we'll, we'll probably end up calling this one. Um, but, like, you caught me so out of the blue uh, with, like, a Facebook message. And this was while I still had Facebook. Now I've come to my senses and retired. But, um, yeah, you just t- kind of hit me with a message out of nowhere. And you were like, hey, man, like, I just want to let you know, like, I, I really appreciate, like, what you're doing with the church and everything. And, like, previously we didn't have those kinds of conversations. Like, right, right, yep. We hadn't. Would not have heard that out of your mouth, I don't feel like. No. Well, maybe, but like more from like a just a, you know. Yeah, from a conversational point of view, maybe. But the uh, the thing for me is I've kept most of how I felt about religion very quiet. Um, I've, I've got a wide variety of friends who are on all different sides, mm-hmm. some actively, adamantly against religion and some who are uh, in the church doing different things. And um, I grew up with a family who was religious, but only passively. Right. Um, half of my family, very strong in religion, half my family, not all Christian, but, um, personally from an early age, I've always been a a believer, Mm. but I've always been a terrible Christian is what I call myself. One that doesn't do anything other than have that internal belief and faith and relationship with God. Makes you feel any better. I, I think most people are pretty terrible Christian. I would, I would, I would make the argument like, we're all pretty terrible Christians, but... <laughs> fair, fair. The, uh, the reason I, I think that way and where I think this story might resonate with people is I'm not by any means someone who you're going to find um, giving my opinion to tell you what to do or to go out there and, and give you a path when it comes to Christianity. Uh, we talked before this. Mm. I'm, I'm usually very well read on a lot of things before I go into a debate or an argument or a conversation. Um, I keep up with things, or not politically, well, politically and also social things that are happening mm. now. I'm a gaming nerd to an extent. I'm a huge Raiders fan, so I, I keep up with football and sports. People will forgive you. For uh, this. That's all right. Uh, but you know, this is something that I don't. I don't feel like I have any authority. I don't feel like I have the knowledge base, and I also feel uh, personally almost unworthy to be in the conversation with people on it because that's how I've not dedicated myself nearly well enough for what I think one would. In Nobody this situation. has. Nobody has. And I mean, that's why you just need like. So, sorry, before we go too deep. Nope. No, no, you're good. I just, like, want to give a little bit of, like, preface. Like, this is, like, your interest in Christianity, at least, like, at the level of, like, saying, like, you believe it, is fairly recent. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. The, how, I mean, how long has it been, you think? Uh, well, I mean, we've been, actually, we've been a member of church at the Greenwood Christian Church <laughs> down south a little mm-hmm. bit. Matt Giebler is our, our preacher. He was a fantastic guy. He baptized me uh whenever we were going into the church. So I would say it's beyond the point of being married is whenever I took it a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. And then my, uh, Haley and I have had multiple conversations. The conversations we had were, uh, again, I like to be knowledgeable about it. I like to dig into it. Study is important. So I always wanted to have the, uh, they have a course there. It's a full year course of Bible study. Mm-hmm. Bible study has been far more interesting to me than anything else that I could do. Uh, so that's the ride high. And then I go low. No interest at all for a very long time. And then I'll get a peak and it'll go low. So I've been up and down my entire life. And I hit a, a pretty low point of just 
apathy, not, not being involved, not doing anything for it. Um, and then when I messaged you, there was a series of, I don't know, three, four, five events that happened in my life that got me back on the, maybe I'm not spending my time, my, my, my mental energy, my, my focus into the things that I should be. And, um, I, uh, we talked about it a little bit. I felt pretty hollow. I mean, my job is, I have a good job. I, mm. I run a recycling facility. I'm, I work with projects throughout the country. It's not a bad job at all. Um, I, I totally enjoy it. It's not the most challenging work on earth, but it's, it's still solid and I get to achieve things. Um, I coach kids. I've coached baseball for years. Uh, football is my passion for coaching. I've, uh, I have an opportunity hopefully coming up to coach some football. Um, I've, uh, like I said, I, I play games with my friends. We've done multiple things on that front. And I spend You're on me at a pretty early age. Right? I, I spend, I, I'm, <laughs> the competition is why I really love it. Like I still like to compete with things. And uh, my group of nerds down in all over the country, actually, we play a lot of World of Warcraft together back in the day. Love them to death. Been around them for years. We argue and fight, but we're all cool. Um, so I, I spend a lot of my time and effort and energy and focus on things that while I enjoy them, I didn't feel like they led to much. It was like an empty cup over and over and over again. Mm. No matter how much I put into it and cared, it never, like, never, it never brought really, any kind of fulfillment. Yeah, I never got real fulfillment out of it. It was just like getting rid of time for time kind yeah. of thing. The closest thing would be you know, coaching kids, coaching sports I love. Like that, that was probably the most fulfilling. Yeah. Um, but that's also what I wanted to do coming out of college coming out of high school right so it's so. kind of like chasing a dream there yeah also you're helping kids yeah so, i mean, I mean yeah cool. it's fun because they they absorb things they're sponges and they will do they'll run through a wall for you if you ask them um some of them haven't been you know necessarily taught to do xyz and try to go really hard and give effort and understand that energy and effort is such an important thing so i love to see when people click and they get it and they understand it so that's kind of the background that's where where i come from i i've never driven and dedicated myself to to God, to Christianity, to anything along those lines, um, I've always gone up and down, and I've always had that that high, low, hot, cold relationship. Yeah, um, never, never really um, fully dedicating, but always believing, always having that faith. Like, ne- never not believing. No, never not believing. Yeah, like from a young age, uh, being introduced all the way until today. Like, there's never been in my mind the the concept of not being real and having no faith. Right. Um, I'm always skeptical about everything, like just in general. That's my mindset. So I like to hear the arguments of everything. Right. It's, um, I mean, for me, arguing from points of logic, arguing from points of what you can prove, things of that nature are great. But this isn't an argument about that to me. It's more an argument about faith, love, sure. relationship. And uh, that's that's just where I've always kind of hung on to right. my relationship with God. So. so like, would you have called yourself like, more agnostic or more just like you probably like if there was a god you would have said it was the christian god or yeah for me what i would say is if like i don't feel like you can disprove and it's not on me to disprove something like i get that right. quite a bit i get people who argue that point of view that i got to prove or disprove different things like um uh, it's hard to describe it's more like i mean agnostic would be if i understand it correctly it's where you don't really know yeah like i believe in something but i'm not sure what right yeah i'm definitely i mean i would have never leaned into the world of atheism where i believe that no god exists um i do believe that man is fallible and that um th- this is where the argument gets into the gray areas of who wrote how do they write did they write to their own gain or is it the word of god right. that's where that's where my brain has always been broken and i don't have the background the i don't have the study i don't i have not gone through bible study enough to know 
right. the ins and outs of everything, which right. is, um, that's where my highest interest had always been. Sure. It's been from a knowledge base to learn about the Bible, to learn about it well enough to have the answers, or not necessarily have the answers, but to have the knowledge firsthand. Um, I do feel, this is me leaning into today's political climate, I do feel that people take the word of other people way too to heart, and they could be misled. Yeah. Where if you take the source material yourself and you look at it, if you look at the videos of the things that happen in Kenosha, et cetera, if you look at what is reported on the media versus what you can see with your own eyes, if you've spent time looking at the data yourself and you've gone through it and tried to dissect it yourself, you can use extra pieces. I spent a lot of time on YouTube. I can't remember the group. I'd have to pull it up. But they did a, a breakdown of what's going on in the Bible. So after uh, after my Bible project, our kind of Bible project, yeah, Bible project was great because I'm getting a perspective from people who have more experience than me after mm-hmm. I read something. So if I read John, then I can go into seeing what they say about it, or I would ask you about it, or I would talk to people who have knowledge. It's commentary. Yeah. So yeah. The, the commentary on top of me reading it and breaking it down <clears> in my brain, like I can dissect it and digest it myself, but then getting other people's points of view on it may make me look at it a different way. Yeah, which is why Bible study was always super interesting to me, uh, especially if I'm in a in a church like Greenwood Christian is a great church. I love the place down there. I wish we were more dedicated to go, but going to a place of study and a place of worship at the same time, looking at the information myself and then mm-hmm. getting some expert commentary or some commentary from trusted people yeah. just would give me an easier way to truly understand and make my path where I don't necessarily like to just read the headlines of things or just read other people's commentary right. without doing the work. Right, because then, like, how do you know, like, how can you weigh the evidence, right? Like, yeah. Which there, dude, like, right now I'm on a kick. I won't go too deep, but, like, there's this one passage um, in Psalms that roughly says God stands in judgment among the other gods. That's what it says. And, like, when you look at the Hebrew, it says God gods like like that elohim elohim right right and like when you look at the way it's been translated and then you look at the way people comment on it they're like oh yeah this is actually talking about the rulers of israel and it's like no it's not <laughs> like yeah. like nothing is pointing to that like nothing's pointing to that but it makes people uncomfortable to think that there's something i don't know i don't want to go too too deep on that i'll save that for another podcast but like my point is like Certain groups of people will take like certain denominations say, I don't believe a certain way about baptism. Well, I might take a verse on baptism and go, oh, well, that's not really what it means about that. Here's what it really means, you know? Right. And you get that all the time. But it's like, yeah, if you're just reading that and you're not reading the actual source material yourself, how do you know? And Yeah, and the beautiful part of that is you can take all these different opinions and kind of see things from different points of view, which was my right. original point. And seeing it from the different points of view is great. Uh, I can't. I, I will never be able to confirm that one is the correct answer. I don't know that anyone. I would argue can. that none of them are the correct answer. I mean, yeah, fair, fair <laughs> argument. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't. Um, that, I mean, that's if you can take all the data, look at the data, and then listen to people who have a, yeah. opinions on it from a, a learned point of view, not just opinions like on the internet, someone throwing out their own idea that right. hasn't actually read it or done any work. Um, and yeah, that, I mean, it kind of tangents onto a different point of. The attack, like uh, for me personally, I feel like there is so much of an effort to be against any form of religion right now Yeah, that it shoves me. You know how I am. I'm a little hard-headed. Yeah. If you're going to tell me, no, that's not it, no, that's not it, no, that's not it, I need to know why. And then I start digging why. Right. And I feel – That's when I see you like go the most invested on things. Exactly. Yeah. That's – like the uh, – I've got histories of it. I've got some uh, – 
spreadsheet data on all the shootings in America from 2019. Every shooting, every newspaper clipping, every article, every number. Just because that's the hot topic right now. What gun was used, what kind. Because the narrative is being fed X, Y, Z. I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm not going to – that's not going yeah, to do that, fine. But, right. but I'm just saying the, the information was presented in one direction. Uh, or I'm getting uh, – let's go into something a little lighter with Derek Carr being the quarterback of the Raiders. I've got – Half of the crew being Cody Raider out there. I've got half the crew being Brent. They 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 love it. They hate it. They, and for me, I like to look at the book of, of what I see, use the eyeball test, and make my own de- determination. Right. Again, I'm not going to give that. It's a secret. You right. Guys, you got to subscribe. No, I'm just. I don't. <laughs> I don't have an answer for it. But I just when people are so fervently into one thing or another that they're willing to not not necessarily harm, but be be very adversarial and very harsh towards people. Um, it makes me, if it's something that hits and resonates in my heart, it makes me have to dig in and look deeper. Right. And that's, um, I think that one of the things that pushed me over the limit was uh, uh, some conversations with people that I truly like. I care about them. They're good people, mm-hmm. but they're adamantly, adamantly atheists. Like, not just atheists, like, I don't believe, do your own thing, but like, you're an idiot for believing anything. Right. And that pushes me to, why would someone have so much of, a, of, of an investment against something i I can see the investment into something you believe in it you love it 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 is what it is but like to to attack and tackle other people just seems it just seems weird to me it seems off it's like it if it's fake why do you care care that much right like Yeah. yeah yeah i mean it does beg the question um but like with all this going on like all this you know we're kind of hashing out like what's going on right now but like what I think w- what I really want to talk about is what recently happened that yeah. led to kind of this conversation. Which is great. Yeah, we, we need to circle into that. So, um, again, uh, I've given the, the examples of me being high and low in different points. Well, things happen around me that I take notice to. And there was a guy I worked with. His name is Joey, one of the greatest people I've known in my life. He's an awesome guy, works hard, um, has a good family, will do anything in the world to make sure he's taking care of his family. Um, I saw him make a complete 180 in his life. Uh, to go from being very conspiracy theory based to be digging into there's other things that exist to, uh, you know, doing high life stuff, being being all over the place, not necessarily having a good focus to a complete 180 on a story that he had about some dreams he had, some conversations he had in his heart and his brain and went 100 percent flip the switch into being a Christian, like listening to the Bible every single day in the warehouse working very hard toward writing, his, writing the passages down, taking notes on it. And he spent so much effort and time trying to talk to the people around him about this is my, this is my passion, this is what I'm in, interested in, this is what I'm trying to do, this is what I believe you need to be on this page too. He was very hardcore about you need to trust, you need to do this. And he was, he was very evangelical is, I guess, the, the proper term for it. But nobody would give him the time of day to listen to him. Nobody. Our warehouse workers wouldn't. Our other people that we work with that are in the office wouldn't. Um, his, he, I, it's not nice to say, but I mean, he had conversations with his wife, with his family, with multiple people that were around him, and he kept getting cold-shouldered by everyone. Well, I come from the background of two things, two things on this one. One is uh, I'm a believer, and I believe, and it was amazing to see that 180 turn. Something resonated and hit, and that was a sign in my life that something is striking in people at different times, different places, and this was one of them. And then the second part, as a manager, I didn't want to feel discouraged by it, so I wanted to listen. I said, look, look, man, if you ever want to talk, just talk to me. I said, I don't have the answers. I've been, I, I gave him the same thing I told you. I've been high and low. I've always looked for reasons to feel 
you know, more fulfilled by it. And so he started coming in and talking to me. We'd spend, we'd have maybe 15 minute conversations about anything starting out at work. Now we'd have 45 minutes to an hour conversations about different passages of the Bible and things that he believed and things that he wanted to learn more about. Uh, he was in a Discord server where he got, um, he could hear the, uh, the gospel, he could hear, there were songs, there were people doing, um, I don't know what the proper terminology is, but they were preaching through Discord. Like sermons. Yeah, like yeah. a sermon. Uh, he was, um, they gave passages, they gave different study. He was, in, he was committing himself to a full group of doing what I had always thought would be fantastic to do, to learn and to study. So he kind of was the, the first spark, um, making that big swap, going through the information and, and venting to me what he wanted to talk about had me looking into things because I don't like to go into things blind and not right. having any knowledge. So that's when I started looking at the Bible project and different things and, and just getting the commentary without doing the reading. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was step one. Um, that's when I downloaded the Bible app and started reading myself, and, and I didn't get real deep into it. I just had it there, so if he said, hey, this chapter is what you want to read, I'd read it, just so I had some knowledge on it, some understanding, so if he did want to talk to me, I wasn't completely off base. So that was the first one. Uh, the second one, not nearly as deep of a story, but uh, this is in the middle of, of COVID and the lockdowns and the masks, and I think we just got opened back up to go do haircuts. Mm-hmm. And I took my boys in to get their haircut, and it's at a great clips. It's right north from where I live, just uh, maybe a block or two north. And there's this lady. I, I'm, uh, she's Russian. Um, she's a sweetheart. She cuts my hair every time. Hasn't in a long time, clearly. But uh, she is... She was just, she was always someone who would have conversations and dig in, and she was great. And we talked about social events that are happening, anything that's going on, COVID, masks, lockdowns, mandates, um, anything. And she was, she came from a communistic country to where there was a lot of issues in her life there. Like she was talking about things that she went through as a child. She's probably in her 60s, things she went through as a child before she came to America. And the one thing that always resonated in the, the conversation she had was that. You, the religion aspect, the, the relationship with God is critical. And she, she told me, read your Bible multiple times in our conversations. Didn't go too much deeper than that, but read your Bible. And then she gave me a story of whenever she was a child. Inside uh, her class, I wish I could remember this exactly the same way, but essentially they were trying to make whoever the leader was in Russia at the time. I can't remember which era she was, but uh, they were talking about one of them being basically like a God, like he was the most important person, bigger than religion, bigger than anything. And she ended up rebutting that by saying there's only one God. And her teacher hit her with a book, literally hit her with a book, told her that she can't think that way, that's not the way it's gonna work. And at that point, like, she just that scarred her for her life. She might've been eight years old. She gave me this story, it was a beautiful story of her saying you can't let other people Try to change your mind if, you, if that's what you want to get. If that if that's what you believe, don't be pressured by the outside. Don't let anybody else force you to change your mind on that just based on who the societal leaders are that are the gods. And she was really adamant into it. And it was it was a crazy story. And I, again, I wish I could remember it to the T better. It would be great. But that was part two. And I was like, holy cow, that's just that's two different times within a, a three week period that people have come to me about religious-based things and had conversations. You know, maybe it's time for me to take the time to look. So mentally, I was like, I was just, I, I, I just asking. I mean, I wouldn't say praying so much. It's just trying to have a conversation, which may be the same thing. But same just, thing. It's, dude, give me a sign. God, give me a sign. Give me anything. Give me something to, to push. Give me something to put my effort, energy, and everything into. Give me anything to show me that it's time for me to start taking this as seriously as I can and to put that effort into so 
I waited around a handful of days, and then, uh, you know, I didn't think anything else of it. Uh, the story that I told you and the reason that I sent you that message. So um, I have lunch, I don't know, 11 o'clock, 11.30. I went and got food from Rally's, which is super healthy. As you can see, I'm fit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, so I, I'm sitting in the Best Buy parking lot at the very, very back end. There's some drop-off points for, like, clothes and stuff, maybe a few rows over. I'm closer to the Rally's exit. I'm bringing oh, you in right here. No, you're good. No, you're good. Yeah. You're good. I'm closer to the, the Rally's uh, location, right? So I'm, I'm back away just kind of on my own. I'm isolated away because nobody usually mess with you and you just have time to sit and eat. And I'm looking at my phone and I'm eating rally fries, which are fantastic. And I'm not paying attention to anything at all. And then I panic a little bit because someone is knocking on my window. So a man knocks on my window and gives me like this symbol of roll my window down. And I was like, I was kind of nervous, thought about grabbing the gear shift and driving away. And I was like, can't be that big of a deal, right? So I put my window down, hit the button, put my window down. And he's like, I can't remember the first thing he said to me. But he was, like, reaching into his pocket, like, into, into his jacket. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm getting robbed or something right now. It's time to go. Um, and then he ended up pulling out some small – I can't remember what it was that was in his hand. But it was he, – he ended up asking me about if I'm a believer, if I believe in God. And then he, he said, you need to be reading your Bible. Like that's the, the, he said the same thing that Joey had said, that the lady who cuts our hair has said. And he said the same, the same part of it. If you need to read the Bible, and then um, man, I, it's been so he long. Asked you about figs? Uh, what was the yeah the thing on the figs? I can't remember. See, this has been it's been a minute since I've told this story. I told I told you that fresh. I remember. I told it you fresh. that fresh, and yeah. I like tears in my eyes. Told you that when it happened. He did ask me about figs, and um, I, I don't remember the whole story. It, it was like it didn't figs. tie together. It had nothing to do with the conversation. No, but he was, was like, you know, on. figs from the Bible. It <laughs> yeah. was something like that, and it was like, what? Like, but I had, yeah, I, again, I wish I had I mapped this out a little better. I wish I'd written it out, but the, the first conversation was about figs. The second conversation was about making sure that I'm reading the Bible, um, and then, like, it, it was just a completely random conversation that came out of nowhere with a guy who pulled up in a vehicle that I didn't see, knocked on the window, came up to me, and when I started talking to him, I was like, look, I've this is going to sound really weird, but I've been asking for a sign for a long time. I've been talking to different people about religion to a, to a light extent, and he was like, this is, this is a sign. Like, you need to do this. You need to start, start now. It's never too late to start, and he told me to start in John. John was what he told me to read. So I did. I, I got the Bible app that I had from Joey, and I read the book of John at that point. Tried talking to Joey about it a little bit, but the man's name was Aiden. Um, never seen him before. Never saw him again. Never saw the vehicle. Like, I don't, I don't know what made him come talk to me. He didn't ask me for anything. He didn't try to try to sell me anything. He didn't have any problems. He wasn't, like, working on a vehicle or changing anything else out. I told you he was working on his vehicle. Well, he said, yeah, he mentioned that he's working on his vehicle, but it was just a truck with a bunch of stuff in the back. Like, he didn't do anything to it, so. He just got back in it and left. He just got in it and left. Like, he just drove straight out. Like, I, uh, again, this is, uh, I really wish I had. I wish I would have written all this down really well. But the um, the conversation with my friends who are in my World of Warcraft group, okay, this my I, I call it that. We're really just a bunch of nerds that talk to each other daily. I talk I talk to them and I bounced out of it. I completely left the chat that we had in the WhatsApp chat. Said I need some time away, time away from any kind of external influencers that had been kind of negative for the most part. There's one gentleman in there who, who's a Christian, and he and I had conversations, and I, I messaged him, and I said, hey, man, thank you. Thank you for every time that you've, you have been on the page of don't give up. And then the guys that were in that chat, and uh, there's a girl from Kentucky who, who runs it. She's like a, one of our guild leaders, quote, unquote. 
Um, I just explained to her, you know, there's no, nothing wrong, nothing wrong like that, no issues with you guys. I'm just, I need to take a break away. And that's whenever I started dedicating myself quite a bit more to being able to read different passages of the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I left that. Um, I felt that it was a negative influencer at the time. That was, um, anytime I would move toward a direction, a jab would come from the other direction, and then it, would, it wouldn't really bring me down so much. It's just I felt like it was a constant wave of Yeah, you were, you, you were like trying to maybe justify yourself, but you also didn't feel like you had the information to, to oh, yeah. do that. So it's like... Yeah, I mean, it's very... I, I, don't, I don't like to argue into things that I don't have some base knowledge on, and um, I don't think there's a way... I could be wrong. You, you might have a better way to do it, but it's very difficult for me to argue religion with people. Like, it's one of those, like, I don't believe there's untouchable conversations. You know I don't. I've been at Thanksgiving with you. You know we all talk about anything that exists, right? So uh, I have no no issue with having that conversation, but I, I feel like people are so hardcore invested one way or the other, it's not going to get to any common ground. Yeah. Uh, I, I've had conversations where you can make all the logical sense in the world, and I do believe for most biblical arguments you you can logically reason it through but that's not enough for people it, at the end of the day like you said it's a faith issue they have to yeah. determine whether or not they're going to buy into it and i mean proof of that is jesus logically argued the bible the apostles logically argued the bible and people either did or didn't agree you know what i mean like well yeah that's that's where i need to get stronger at is knowing the logical the the logical is the angle that i get that's the biggest pushback like, it's illogical for someone to live that long. It's illogical for, I can't remember the conversation about a man turning into a bear and doing something. Like, like, Wait, what? I don't know. I got I to gotta get the passage for it. But it's something <laughs> about a man turning into a bear and eating kids. Like, no, no, you got, no, no, no. He doesn't turn into a bear. He doesn't okay. turn into that's a bear. What, or maybe a bear does that. See, that's what I'm saying. A bear comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, for me, it breaks my brain that the arguments of logic are spun in two different directions because you can argue logically for and against things and i get that but it does for me it all breaks back down to the, the faith aspect mm-hmm. if you have faith you will use that logic to be able to look at it from a logical point of view if right. you don't have faith you're going to try to tear holes into anything that exists right and yeah. even if it does make sense it doesn't matter i mean yeah i mean you're right if it doesn't make sense it does or doesn't matter well well like for a person that doesn't want to believe something it doesn't matter like it oh yeah take religion out of it talk politics yeah you're never going to change somebody's mind if they absolutely have determined that they're not going to hear you. It's hard. That's it. It's hard. I mean, that that brings me to like one of my greatest relationships are with people who are willing to sit down and find common ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of my greatest friends in life, his name's Ryan. He he was at, uh, he didn't make it to the Euchre party, but he came over and watched the Chiefs destroy my Raiders. Mm -hmm. But one of the best human beings I know, and it's because he and I are completely different. Like we're talking race differences, uh, growing up in different area differences, pol- philosophically completely different, politically different, and he is one of the best friends that I have because we can sit and talk and have conversations, and it comes from a place of mutual respect. Right. So we can disagree on anything, and I can see his point of view, and he can see my point of view, and he knows I'm not trying to one-up him or get over on him. I'm never trying to hurt him, and he's never trying to hurt me. Right. So when it becomes so adversarial, when it comes to the point of of wanting to poke people and wanting to to, to harm them, like it's just – you don't, there's nothing to gain. There's no right. common ground to find. So, um, so yeah, that's, and when it comes to religion, that's what I've always wanted to do is find, find common ground with people who may disagree mm-hmm. so I can see where they're coming from. But I also need to find a lot more common ground with people who know and people who have better knowledge, better base knowledge. So I can see it from, 
from a base of uh, like again yeah. i need to read it myself and do it myself so i can i can pick apart the pieces myself and then ask yeah. for commentary and help and, and breaking down yeah so my path went very very high after meeting aiden uh in that parking lot like again tears in my eyes on the in that car uh, looking at him shook his hand i said dude this is exactly why I, need. I needed this from you you came at the right time i don't know who you are i don't know why you stopped and talked to me but it was very critical i, I messaged you right after this I messaged you, I think a couple of times, actually. I mean, there are a few people in my life who I talked to about this situation. My mother was one of the first ones. She's been the strong religious figure in my life. Um, she grew up in a, uh, I want to say Pentecostal aunt and uncle. She was never Pentecostal. She was just Christian, but uh, I say just Christian. I don't know if that's a derogatory. My bad if it is. Somebody, somebody's going to get mad <laughs> Somebody, at you. Somebody's mad, but it's, it's just me. <laughs> uh, I've been married long enough to know I'm going to make somebody mad. Yeah, what yeah, I said. They, uh, they understand. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the the people who I, I've known and trust. Again, um, it's it just I ha I wanted to have that conversation. I said it's time for me to make the change. Now, like most things in my life, I'm never dedicated enough to fully make that change forever, and I've gone back down and back up and back down since. So um, still feel just as hollow, just as unworthy to have the conversations. When we talked about coming back on here, it's been months. Like I've hesitated a handful of times because. I don't know what I can even offer to anybody who's watching this outside of knowing that I'm very imperfect. I'm an imperfect average dude. I am average height. I'm around. I'm not the smartest guy, not the dumb. I'm the average human being. And I think that all of us can understand that. I don't think anyone's perfect. First of all, I disagree that you're average, but, <laughs> um, like you're, you're a very smart dude. Um, but like everything you're saying right now is, the gospel. I mean, like, that's the point of it. Like, anybody that reads the gospel and then, like, like Paul. Paul himself says, I am, like, among the sinners, I am the worst. Like, Paul. We're talking, like, the guy that wrote half of the New Testament is over here, like, dogging on himself. You know what I mean? And so, like, I'm not saying, like, yes, yeah, stay in that mindset where you're like, oh, you know, what do I have to offer? But it's like, it's not about you. That's the thing about the Bible is, like, we can't do anything. And so, like, I think that's a great place to start, dude. Like, yeah. it's not a bad place to be. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, it, I'm, I'm not the A-Raw guy that's going to be up telling you you can do it kind of thing. But I am the guy that says it, every one of us can. Every, every single human being has the ability to find that relationship. The paths are going to be different. The paths are going to be completely different. And if, like, again, I don't feel like I'm – anyone coming from a point of authority. I don't feel like I'm anyone coming from, um, I've got an easier, harder path to be able to do anything, but anyone who wants to dedicate the lifetime, heart, et cetera, to it can probably find that path. Um, I just need help. I've always needed help. And I think the people who are listening, most of them probably need help. Yeah. Um, asking for it's tough. Um, there's so much pushback that exists in the world today that even the, some of the people that I know who have been adamantly against watching this they're going to just find a, a great opportunity to try to rib back against me. And that's fine. That's fine. I'm saying what we need to do right. and what I need to do. I'm sorry, not we. You guys can do whatever you want to do. But what I personally need to do is dedicate that time and invest that time. And what I, what I can use is an ally on my side who knows what they're doing and to get back involved. Right. Um, I, I do miss going to the Greenwood Christian Church. They have great outlets for it. But... Until I decide to put my foot down and go and, and, and take the time to do it, I right. always, I'm always going to feel like I'm letting myself and letting other people down or letting stay in hollow. 
and not actually yeah. driving for what, what I could be and, and then filling myself up. Yeah. Um, and I'll say this too, like the whole like feeling hollow thing. Dude, I feel that all the time. And like, I believe you can, like, I know I'm saved, right? Like, I know that, like, I'm justified by Jesus. I know I'm good with God, right? But, like, I can, I still have points in life where, like, I don't feel it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't okay. feel good. Uh, I don't feel like I'm any help to anybody. Dude, there's there's weeks when, like, I'll I'll preach in here, and it's like, I'm, like, the last person that should be standing up here talking to anybody. Like, I feel that all the time, you know? And I think... I don't know. You got so many schools of thought within Christianity alone that it's like some people are like, yeah, you got to be perfect. You know, and then other people are like, oh, no, you're a tainted sinner and you can you can do no good. You know, and it's like and then I'm kind of over here in the middle like, well, I think the Bible's pretty clear. Like, yeah, we're, we can't be perfect, but we should try. And, yeah, we can't earn it. But if you love somebody, you'll try. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's where it really lands is like. If you love God, you're going to try. Um, and so, yeah, man, I mean, it's about bouncing back, getting back on the horse kind of thing. Yeah. But, no, I think that's solid advice, man. I mean, the Bible says, seek me and you'll find me kind of thing. Um, and I think that's that's really it. Like, go find people with sound uh, – that's a bad way of saying it. Uh, go find people that – know what they're talking about, like you're saying. Yep. Um, and I think putting a lot of people, a lot of different kinds of people around you, don't put yourself in a bubble, don't put yourself in an ecosystem. Um, that's dangerous too, because then if everybody around you all thinks exactly the same, eh, like... Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's tough. That's, yeah. that's a problem I think that we run into in general in life. I do have a wide variety. Like I said, I've got a wide variety all over the yeah. place. And I don't, uh, I'm not super social in terms of going out and getting out and doing things physically. Um, but a lot of it still stems from conversations through chats. Um, I've got some buddies uh, down south from my hometown that are definitely uh, religious, very, very firm, got great uh, feedback coming from them. They're, they're doing things down in the Jackson County area that are completely different from the, the friends that I have that are anti. Um, so it's, I do like having the different perspectives. Um, some things having different perspectives on is not a big deal. Having a different perspective on political affiliation or what team you like, not a big deal. It hits a little bit harder when it comes to religion in a sense that, not that I'm trying to save everyone by any means, but to see people be adamantly against and just completely forego it yeah, hurts more. Like I can feel that inside right? where if people think that my political beliefs are dumb, I'm like, whatever, that's fine. We can have, we can have that conversation. This is more like existential. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's uh, – I, and it really it's not – I don't feel like it's my place to, to put them on the right path. It's not my place to change anything for them. It's not my place to even argue with them over everything. Maybe I'm wrong there, but uh, I just – I feel like that I, – I don't usually get offended by a lot of things. And I'm not offended by what they say. I just – I feel like, man, I could see a change being hap- – or occurring for that person right. that could be a lot better than if they just changed political affiliation. So i got to give you a little bit of pushback because I wouldn't be doing it right yeah. if I didn't. But like biblically, we're called, we're called to tell people about the gospel. Yep. We're we're called we are called to want to save people. You know what I mean? Like God says that He wishes that none would perish, kind of thing. Um, that doesn't mean you're going to be able to. Right. But I do think it needs to be our intention to see nobody fall like fall away from God. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, 
I think that's where it boils down to. It's not up to you to know everything. Share what you can. Share your own story. Tell them what you know about the gospel. All you got to do is plant a seed. We've been talking about this a lot yeah. lately. Like, chances of you being the person that just right then and there, like, change that person's life, probably not going to happen. But I think Randy and I were talking. It's like, on average, the per- a person that comes from, like, not believing to believing, it's usually, like, on average, 21 interactions with Christians. Oh, wow. Before they're like, okay, I'm curious now. That's that's a lot of people, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. a lot of interactions. So, like, just do what you can. That's how I look at it. Yeah. And a, as mentioned, I just, uh, the, the only hesitation I've, I'm familiar with, we should be. And my mom had always talked about that. And uh, Joey, that was his big thing. That's why he was talking to everyone who wouldn't listen to him. Mm-hmm. He was adamant about, well, I have to spread this. I have to have this conversation. Um, that's where my lack of worthy, that's where I, I feel like my, my idiocy, my, my lack of knowledge. You're doubting makes your ability me, to it, do anything. It makes me hesitate. And it's not right for me to hesitate, even if it's just minimal, even if it's just about believing in the, the, the faith that I have and the relationship I have without having to have all the answers. That's, that's enough to start or to at least let them know where the basis is. I'm sure that's planting the seed. Um, I just... I don't know if you've, if you've debated with me or argued with me or had conversation with and me I or have. anything along the line. <laughs> I don't like to um, be missing information. I don't like to be completely out. Like, unless I'm going to stop, reflect, and look at what you're saying and change my mind, um, I, I like to have at least as much base knowledge as I can about things. And that's, that's on me. That's not on everyone. It, it's on me in that situation to, um, to f- stop feeling like I can't have an impact and to learn more about it so I can have more of an impact. Yeah, but I, like what I'm saying, though, is like even before you learn more, you can still do something now. Like, yeah. and it does, like you, I think you're probably like me in the sense that like if you can't like get the job done, you feel like you didn't do anything. Right, right. That's how I feel. Like, I mean, it kills me to have a conversation with somebody and then they walk away and I feel like nothing happened. But I don't know because I can't see what happens three years from now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I don't know. That's a that's a tough one. Yeah, and then I, just, I used to have the mindset like I've I've been off social media as well. I, I have a uh, Twitter account technically that I just follow Raiders stuff for the most part mm-hmm. because I don't want to get into any more conversations. I spent years having political conversations, philosophical conversations online with people, and what I always told myself was I'm never going to change the mind of someone in a comment section, but there's someone who's reading that out there that may be on the fence that's not going to fight and argue and do anything else. Mm -hmm. And they need to get that perspective coming from what I have to say or what someone else has to say. So that was always my, my argument to want to argue was even if I can't successfully change someone's mind and fix it, someone's going to see my argument. Someone's going to see the time and effort energy that I put into X, Y, or Z. Right. And yeah, that's that's, the same thought though. I would like, yeah, I would like for me to, and my goal, my goal had always been personally to work myself into having that, that same fervor, of wanting to learn the the reality about the Bible and studying the Bible, yeah, and not just not just go off of commentary from other people. Yeah, I think that's a good place. Uh, yeah. So um, as I mentioned, uh, what I think is uh, I'm I'm looking for the right place. That's what it comes down. To. I'm looking for the right place and the right people to be involved in study. Like Bible study is uh, what I talked to Joey about back in the day. It's what I've always thought myself uh, what what I want to do and what I want to learn. Um, I am good with looking things up on my own, reading the Bible on my own and going through things to an extent, but I, I will never stick and drive and ride through solo without someone to talk to, without someone to have that conversation with, without 
Um, I mean, even if it's, I don't mind digging through myself, but having a path and a plan and a structure for X, Y, Z time and having it, um, be, I, I don't know, operationally sound to where mm-hmm. it's going in a, in a path and we have a goal in mind. And that's where, I, that's where I'm at. Um, I, the, the life groups that we had down at Greenwood Christian would be an option. I feel like that we've fallen very far away from going to going there. Um, I've got resources with you too. I'm sure you guys do Bible study here. I'm sure there's opportunity. Um, I, information on that would be great. That's something okay. I would love to have information on. Uh, yep. Um, but for me, for me internally, I've just got to be a lot more dedicated. Um, I get really high, really hot on things and I go really hard into them for a short period of time. And I'm, I'm dedicated myself to getting better at X, Y, Z. And then if I don't have that continued relationship, got to keep I'll, the momentum. Yeah. I'll fall off. Um, I, and that's really what it comes down to. It's finding, finding a place in people, people really more than the place of, uh, that I can really have that conversation with and, mm-hmm. and rely and trust and ask really stupid or really like questions that you don't necessarily want to ask. Cause I will ask those questions. I will be uh, like that. That's where I, uh, I don't know. I worry about it being a big group type thing. I wouldn't want to be disruptive, but I, yeah. need, I need to dig deeper. Like I'm not, you, you need like a trustworthy, knowledgeable group of people. Well, yeah, and the, I just need him to trust trust me that I'm not trying to be difficult when I want to ask questions. Right. Um, I go back to well, my freshman year. Some people do do that. Well, yeah, my freshman year of college, um, I'm a, I played football in college. I played as a secondary member. I was a, a corner. Should have been safety, but we'll argue about that later. But uh, I played corner, and I would ask questions in our meeting rooms, and I would ask questions on film, and I would continuously bring things up, and I was always told, stop asking questions, ma'am. We, we can get out of this quicker. We can be done with this. Da, da, da. I was like, I ask questions because somebody else probably has that question in mind, and I don't want to just know what I'm doing. I need to know what I'm doing. I need to have right. the ins and outs of everything. Um, I was a film nerd in high school when I played football. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I get a chance, if I get the opportunity to coach, one thing that uh, the head coach for this local high school is going to get is I'm nuts about digging into film and looking at film and watching film and trying to break things down to be able to give players the right strategy. Um, I but I got to ask the questions. It may seem like a dumb question. It may seem like, uh, I, I wouldn't say rude, but it may seem like an off-putting question to ask. But I, I've got to ask that and dig that and, and see how we can look at things from all different angles. Um, that's the hard part about being in a group is I don't want other people to feel burdened by me having to dig in deeper. Yeah, um, It's not that I can't understand it. Critically understanding it is probably not going to take you know trigonometry levels of understanding. Right. It's just asking those questions and, and trying to view it from multiple angles is what puts my brain and my heart at peace mm-hmm. to know that I've really looked at and tried hard on this. So I don't know. That's where, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm still trying to find, um, I love, uh, listening to things online. I love mm-hmm. listening to commentary online and breakdowns, mental point of views from people. Uh, it's not as interactive and I can't ask those questions. Right. And, um, again, I, I don't mind reading. I like reading. Um, I, I can't, I wouldn't say I can't. I just I don't spend a lot of time just going through and just reading verse after verse after verse. But right. I have broken down multiple different um, parts of the Bible, but just not not stuck through it solo. Okay. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. So finding pro- probably trying to find a more frequent like pattern to follow, and then like finding a group of people that you can talk to about it. Yeah, ultimately. absolutely. I mean, that's, that's where it's at. That's cool, man. That's cool. Um, is there anything else you wanted to cover? I mean, uh, no, not pertaining to these topics and conversations. And we could sit here and talk for hours about all kinds of nonsense that, yeah. I, that I've gone through. But, um, but this, for me, it, I, I just have to reiterate that I think there are a lot of people who are very similar to me out there. And from you guys' perspective or from anyone's perspective, if we want to be good stewards of trying to get people involved, 
how do you reach the average human being who feels like they don't have time to dedicate? How do you reach the average human being who is tied up in all the other nonsense of their life that they can't actually get as involved with what they want and they don't even know they want? It's a big conversation at this church right oh now. Oh my goodness. Like how, how do you do that? How do you take a, a normal pleb nerd like me and turn, turn us into, uh, you know, just someone who's willing to put the time, effort, and energy into learning, digging, trying to get that down and trying to have that faith relationship. I think it's a hard question to ask. I think people want it. I think they do. I, I do whether they're going to go out and seek it is the hard part. And I, I don't know how you, I don't know how you get into it. You guys are arguing or coming up with those ideas right now, trying to figure out how to get these people. So, um, we're out here, we're out there, we're out here and we want it. It's just, I don't know that we want it enough to push ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Glad you said all that. Glad you <laughs> said all that. No, that was good. That was yeah. good. Yeah. That's a that's a big deal, man. It is. Uh, we actually just sort of talked about that in the sermon today a little bit. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think part of that answer lies in people having to fall in love with Jesus, like yeah, have faith in Jesus kind of thing. And I think action follows from that. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like watching what's happening with you right now is like the fact that you like when when you're kind of ebbing and flowing when you find yourself in that valley as opposed to that mountaintop now, you're a whole lot more dissatisfied because of it. And I think it creates that tension where it's like when you're not where you want to be, now there's something in you like urging you back. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's absolutely fair. And so like I think it takes that implant of like faith to get there though, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you get out of the valley when you get out of the valley and you feel better about things or when you get into the valley and you really notice that it's not Mm -hmm. what it needs to be? Um, one, one thing I've talked to Haley about multiple times is just going to Greenwood Christian or going to any church that I've been to. I immediately feel less stress. I immediately feel instantaneously better. I don't know why or how or what the reasoning is. It may not even matter what is being said, but for whatever reason, going in, being around, a bunch of people, well, regardless of what they say to me, I've always walked out of there feeling a little bit better about just the stresses in life and understanding yeah. there's more bigger issues that exist than whether or not I've gotten something accomplished that's small in my life. So I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe that. It's just, for me, I, I do notice. You said it perfectly. I do notice when I'm in my valleys, when I'm in the lowest of my low and I'm, I'm, I just don't have time and don't care and don't put in the effort. I feel worse about life in general. I absolutely do. And uh, when I do start to go into the highs, I feel really, really good getting into it. And then I start to come back down off of different pieces. uh, Whether it's getting jabbed from other people or having a a setback of some variety to where, oh, bad things are going to still happen. And then I get focused on fixing this or looking at that. Yeah. How do I I remain focused? How do I remain like solid, true, and stay stay on it? There's a band... I'm going to botch their name. Close Your Eyes, I think is what they're called. I think. Uh, they have a song called Valleys. Yeah. But the, there's just this, like, it's, it's a big, like, really, like, intense, like, screamy moment. And he yells, like, how can I forget the joy of the mountain down in the valley? And it, But it's, like, yeah. it's, like, kind of a, I don't know, almost, like, cliche, like, statement to make. But at the same time, Yeah. I mean, how can you though, right? Like right. when you're up there and everything's going good, why do you even end up back down in the valley? But we all do it. That's true. And so, yeah, I mean, it's once again, get back on the horse kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, 
Cool, man. I, I had a great time bringing me on here, man. Thank you for having no me. No problem. I, like I said before, I, there are probably tons of people that could come on here and give you better info. I don't think that's what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm not Wait. here to give you info or knowledge. I'm there, there's just a million info podcasts out there. Yeah. And they're all way more knowledgeable than me. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, man, no, I just want to talk to people and talk about what's going on in life and grow it. Because, I mean, I'm growing. I don't know. I don't know anything. You ever heard of the Dunning Kruger bell curve? One hundred percent. I'm that, all about that, it. Right my now. conversation coming into this, coming in here, was based on Dunning Kruger. Like, yeah. everything seems so simple. It's so easy to be good at this, and then it's not. And you realize how right. hard it is, and how bad you are, and how you knew nothing. When you know nothing, you don't know how much you don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it is for anybody yeah. not listening. It's the idea that when you don't know something, you assume you know everything about it, Please and then when you up. actually start to know about it, you're like, I'm an idiot. I don't know yes. anything. Oh my goodness. And that's Please how I know that I must know something about the Bible. Because I really don't think I know anything. I, I about promise you, Bible. if you if you take into consideration looking at that concept, you will you will never look at anything and think it's just a simple fix in yeah. the future. You will know oh, there's probably more to it than what I think I know. Yeah, and it's crazy. It's a, it's a great it, that should be taught there's a lot more. A often. whole lot more nuance in the world than we give it credit Absolutely. for. Dude, thank you. Um, this is Matt. Everybody, I am Zach. Um, Thanks for listening to Salty Saints Podcast. If you've got questions, you can send those to questions at becomehope.com or saltysaints at becomehope.com. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a subscribe, a like, whatever. Um, Help us out wherever you can on whatever platform you're on. And until next time, stay salty. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind Podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Hear about how Steve Harvey surprised a dying man on Family Feud with $25,000. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind Podcast, visit lifeaudio.com or search Story Behind on your favorite podcast platform.